What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The hero factor is that special core fundamental that stands some companies apart to achieve true greatness. There's no better time than now to discover and revive your business story. Your origin story begins now. What a guest today. I'm telling you, an inspiration, motivation. We had her actually speak at a meeting in Las Vegas for the Hero Club, and it was rated one of our very tops because it was so emotional, the journey. And I'm talking about Oriana Collins. She's more than a jewelry designer, an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and mother. She opened her flagship OC Jewelry and Spa last year, and her designs have been capturing the attention of luxury jewelers since 2006, and she has had great success in business. But you're going to hear in the interview about some complications he had from surgery back in 2013 2014 that left her paralyzed paralyzed from the head down and since then she's gone through hours and days weeks years of grueling physical therapy to regain her ability to walk and she even climbed a mountain along the way and we don't get into that you're gonna have to get that another time but we do talk a lot more about what she and her husband phil and you'll know him phil collins the famous singer they're doing some hero worthy work through their little dreams foundation helping kids with limited financial means and the opportunity to excel in in music and sports and art she's a busy woman and we're fortunate enough to have her joining us today right here on the hero factor this podcast is part of the c-suite radio network turning the volume up on business hey you're a jewelry designer entrepreneur philanthropist a mother uh, a, a wife everything i mean i get crap all the time i get a hard time because i'm on this board i'm doing this business i'm doing this thing how do you do it all how do you balance it well, I try to do everything that I can. And on top, I have my therapy every day. So that takes half of my day. And then I go to work and I, I try to do everything. And I just started a new foundation too. Uh, never give up. Uh, never give you know, up. Following That's a good my accident. Yeah, never give up. So following my accident, then I decided to help people like have a spinal cord injury. Yep. Um, because in the first three months, you know, they, they don't have injury insurance and everything and so therefore we will help them to cover their costs you know rent and phone and you know all the electricity bill because at the beginning they can't do anything because they stop working and they have a family they can't afford to live without uh, money so we will right. help them for this three months period of time and then help them to recover have the best therapy has the best doctors and everything so let's talk about that a little bit since we've gone down that. Talk to me about the accident. What happened? I had a, an exhibition of boxing in Paris at the Festival of Martial Arts in, in 2013. I hurt myself. I received a, a bad one. I hurt my neck. So yeah. after that, I had a lot of infiltration on the scan to try to be better, but it didn't yeah. work. So my doctor said, well, I think we should put a cage and release the nerves so you will be feeling better. So I went in Switzerland. It was supposed to be a very simple operation and uh, it turns out to be a nightmare. I woke mm -hmm. up paralyzed head down. And how long did you have that condition? 
Well, I stayed like that for uh, four months in Switzerland in rehabilitation. I was not able to, to do anything. I had to relearn how to, to move because it was like a computer that is break down. You have everything in the head, but nothing works. You got to rewire. You, basically, it's like rewiring everything, right? Exactly. Yeah. And relearning everything. So I, I had to relearn how to to shower, how to dress up, how to do the most simple thing in life. I mean, every day I'm going to therapy still to mm-hmm. um, because otherwise I can't walk anymore. So it, it's a five hours a day of different training uh, in order to keep up my condition, you know? Yeah. Does that play in your head at all? Like, I would think, well, why me? And then two, do you get down on it? Does it get you in a, in a bad funk some days? Well, at the beginning, it was very hard because I was not moving at all. And therefore, I was thinking that I didn't want to be a vegetable for my kids. So I I was thinking to to don't be there anymore, you know. And then one day I had my little toe uh, on my right foot that suddenly moved. And I thought to myself, well, if this one moves, then I'm going to make everything move. So then I went into a battle against all that. I keep thinking about positive things, my kids, you know, everybody that I love. And it helped me out. I went through these five years now yeah. of battles, but it's it's a never-ending battle. So it's a constant battle that I have to fight every day. So I have to ask you, is that your favorite toe, the one yeah. that moved? <laughs> <laughs> it's my lucky one. Yeah, that would be my favorite toe. I would like that would be the one I would mark maybe with a different color nail (laughs) polish than any other one. Like that's the special toe. Yeah, that's cool. C-Suite Radio. Orianne, with all your success of you and your family, I mean, you had the means, right? To be able to afford the surgery, to do the things, the therapy every day. Can you imagine what it's like for other people who just don't have that? But that's why I create Never Give Up. Yeah. So to help those people who don't have what I had in order to to recover from something like that, you know. And mm-hmm. like I say, in the three first months is, is when everything changed. If you do the right thing, the right therapy, then you could recover and come out of it. I mean, some people, because of their mental states... You know, if they don't have the right people around, they just give up, you know, and Mm -hmm. they're in wheelchair for life. So it's a question of, you know, having the right environments around you, the right therapy and the right doctors, the right psychiatrists, because it's a shock, you know, it's a is a huge emotional shock. Your life is returned from one day to the other. It's over. You used to be someone and you're not anymore. You just like, your body doesn't move. Your head is, is like closed up in a body that doesn't move, you know? It's terrible. Yeah, that makes it tough. Thank you for that. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about Little Dreams in a little bit too, because I want to get into that because I'm looking forward to personally going down for your gala. I know you you run a couple of other events too, but the gala, I want to get to the gala because that's like the Rizzo fancy, smancy <laughs> yeah. kind of really cool thing, and I want to go. But really... I've listened to you about solving problems. So you, so you got one foundation, I got a second foundation, but you've got the business itself. Yes. You're an entrepreneur. I mean, you really want to fix things, solve things, do things, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like for the moment, I mean, we, we are working for next year because next year is going to be 20 anniversary of Little Dream Foundation. So we're mm-hmm. planning to do lots of different events uh, in different countries and celebrate, you know, 20 years of uh, kids 
and and success and stuff like that. We have the gala this year on 16th of November, which will be a very nice event, concert unplugged by Richard Marks and Tim Howard, who is actually the singer of Mike and the Mechanics, and he's also the Phantom of the Opera in London. So he's going to do like little surprises with one of the kids of the foundation. They're going to play a duet, piano and vocals. So it will be something very special. How did you get started with Little Dreams? Tell me about how it got started. We were receiving lots of requests from young aspiring talents, you know, to help them to become a singer, help them to pay for their training, everything. And so we used to send them checks and everything. And then one day Phil and I, we were sitting in in Switzerland and we say, why don't we do something, you know, like create a foundation and, you know, have our friends, artists, sports people, personality that could give on top of money the advice for these people. Then we were there and Phil started to draft and he create the logo Little Dream, the little boy in the bed. That's how it started. And then we started to do audition. We did music audition, sports audition and everything. And then we got, you know, more and more kids coming into the program. And then we opened Little Dreams in, in Belgium, in Morocco, in Zimbabwe, in America, in London, in Germany. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we created, uh, you know, like a, a nice web where all the children could have the best tools in order to become professional. Do you remember like one big, I know there's got to be lots of them, but what would be one success story that you've seen come out of that as a result of the foundation that you just go like, wow, that's inspiring? Well, we one of the first kids that uh, I helped was a little Moroccan kid um, that I saw him. He was playing against the wall with a little piece of wood and the ball. So I was looking at him and, and then I, I, I decided to go to him with a translator and I said, don't you want to have a racket, you know, so you could play better? And mm-hmm. he said, oh, yes, please. Uh, I would love that. So I bring him a racket and he was playing against the wall again and again. And I saw him doing this for, for days. And then I said to him, don't you want to learn how to play properly and having proper lessons, you know? And he said, well, I would love that. So we started to give him lesson and everything. And he became number one in Morocco and and number one junior at a very close time. So he's now the trainer of all the tennis kids that we have in Morocco. Yeah. So he's the coach now. He's 23 years old. He just had a baby girl and he lived from, from his passion, you know? Yeah. You know, one small act leads to so many other ones that turn into something really big, which is really cool, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. and most of the kids had great education through the foundation. You know, they become very likable people. Uh, they're very knowledgeable. I have one kid that he was seven years old. He wanted to become a world champion of karate. Now he has his third record. So last year he was world champion again. 
And this year he's going to go to the one, the open, you know, in Tokyo to mm-hmm. see if he can make it there. I mean, this is the highest That's the big stuff. That's the big yeah. leagues right there, yeah. So let's see how he goes there and how he do it. But he, in the meantime, he finished university. He's a doctor in biology. You know, he's now teaching in university. So he, he had it all, you know. And he's also teaching martial arts place in Geneva. So he's helping young kids to achieve their dream too so it's a nice way you know that you see that they they learned they, they took everything they achieved their goals and they realized their dreams but now they're helping others to do the same you know so when did you decide because it seems like it's a big part of your life and and certainly with your husband when did you guys decide that yeah look we're, we're making good money we need to do something give back it was, was that always in the cards was it there from the beginning or did you have to kind of wait through the process no, like I say before, we used to send checks all the yeah. time to kids. But you, you know, you just send a check and it doesn't mean anything because the kids don't go anywhere with that. So yeah. that's why we saw we should put a structure around it, you know, mm-hmm. to not only give money, but give the proper education and the structure and, and the structure around the structure it, right? yeah. to give them all the tools in order to become professional. So that's why we surrounded our our foundation with like I say, godparents, which are personality who already achieved something that mm-hmm. will give them advice. And then we have technical advisors in the foundation for all the different world that we are acting in. And so for music, for example, we have our own program with our own teacher, you know, our own way to teach them and to give them everything. And it, it does work. I mean, we had uh, one of our little dreamers, she she went on America Got Talent and she got the wow. golden buzz and she finished finalist, Angelina Green. She was fantastic. We want to have this level of excellence and uh, we want to give it to them and then you know maybe they're never going to be like pop the number one star but they will be able to live from their passion you know become a teacher a backing vocal or whatever you know that's awesome i and i didn't know there was a connection where they go on to do other other shows or other things who gave her the golden buzzer it's heidi klum Oh, Heidi did. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. It was, yeah. But you see, I mean, we did a lot of different things through the foundation. For example, we did on Tarzan. The backing vocal is all the kids of the foundation behind Phil. Um, oh. So when we did the premiere in Europe, all the kids were there and uh, singing behind him. We did also Brother Bear. We did different things with the foundation. So I involve a lot of the children in the, the concrete work that they could do. And every time that we have opportunity to, to do concert for companies, for example, they, they use Little Dream for their anniversary, for their celebration, for anything, or they do a different thing where the, the kids perform for them. It gives them experiences. It gives them a lot of things. Now they, they're working on a record with a new original that they're writing. We had an album that came out a few years ago with all the songs from the kids. Um, Phil actually uh, gave some of his songs for the kids to sing on it and to, to play music. And we record that with EMI, the mm-hmm. record company, and we launched uh, the first CD. So 
now they're working on another one. And we constantly do things with little dreams. You know, we, we want to be close to the people. We want that when people think about, you know, foundation of heart, you know, that's what we used to be in Switzerland. You know, everybody knew about little dreams. You know, you, you're thinking about, you know, kids, handicapped kids who could reach their goal. They were thinking little dreams. You know, we had a program that called No Difference, which is including all the kids that have a handicap and they are just fantastic. We used to do once a year in the circus, in the Swiss National Circus, we used to mm -hmm. do a demonstration of martial arts with all our kids. And I swear to God, the people were like just blown away because, <laughs> you know, usually you you don't see these kind of kids, you know, because in Switzerland, for example, they, they kind of hide them, you yeah. know, in institute and places like that. But really, they are fantastic and they, they're even better than us, to be honest. And yeah. they have the right to have the chance to also achieve their dream, you know. That's awesome. So we, we create a lot of different things and very important for me. For example, you know, we have a symbol in, in Geneva, which is the fountain, you know, the huge fountain of water that symbolized Geneva. Well, it was impossible to reach the fountain if you were disabled or if you were with a, a stroller or an mm -hmm. elderly person. And I thought, this is unbelievable. You know, we need to do something about it. So we worked uh, long years on different projects and now it's accessible to everybody. That's so cool. We, we made it accessible and I think it's super important because the it's a symbol that people should be able to to go anywhere even if you're handicapped because me when i was in my wheelchair i swear to god you cannot go anywhere because there right. is bump there is there's steps there is chain around the street there is everything you can't yeah. reach you know and i think it, it's important to realize that and to make it accessible for everybody you know and especially when you are in this condition you're hoping that someone will think about it and make it easier for you yeah. Let me ask you about the, your business. You've really captured the attention of the luxury jewelry world since like 2006. I believe it was last year you opened up your flagship OC Jewelry and Spa, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's in Miami. In the design district. How did you get into the jewelry business? Well, actually, I started to, to design a project with uh, Van Cleef and Arpo. It was mm -hmm. back in 2003 for Lil Dream. They wanted to create like a, a charm bracelet that will be sold uh, in auction in favor of Lil Dream. So I started to design that first bracelet and then I did necklaces with them. Then I had a different uh, collaboration with Cartier where we designed a specific love bracelet for Lil Dreams. Yeah, And then I've been asked by different companies like Beda & Co, which is a watch maker in Switzerland to design all the jewelry. And then I started to design for a lot of different people. And then I say to myself, well, I should do it for myself. And that's why in 2006, I decided to open OC Jewelry. And in last year, we opened the spa too, because what I am doing now is going to come out actually in December. I'm making a new line of cosmetics based oh. on the benefits of the precious stones. So everything that I use in my design of jewelry, I use the same combination in creams, like, you know, the diamond, the, the sapphire, the pink quartz and everything. And I develop it with a doctor in Switzerland, all my cosmetic lines. And this is going to come out in December. 
Under what name? What brand name? It's it's OC Cosmetic. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're going with the same brand, which is great. Yeah. So OC Cosmetics, and so that's why you know in the spa, then we will do all the treatments for the people with our own cosmetics. You're a member of the Hero Club, and but and you and I were talking before we got on air. You just got off a tour, and and you were in, I think you were in Switzerland. You just said you got back. When you're on tour and you're traveling like that, because you you know you're you're a mother and you're keeping the family together and you're all together, and that's a very you know we all know that's very important to have that balance, right? But how do you manage the jewelry business and all this other stuff uh, when you're on the road like that? Luckily, I have a, a great manager mm-hmm. that um, kind of puts everything together for me in order to to be able to travel, to create, because I can design also, you know, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I design. So, you know, it gives me opportunity to do what I, I really love to do. And I have a team of people, obviously, behind me that help me, you know, every day. I have three assistants to be able to do all the work. I mean, everybody has a different task right i have also a co-designer now that designed the men's collection mm-hmm. and you know obviously a partnership with a doctor in switzerland to create the cosmetics we have a good team behind and that's is very important i mean that's why i could do what i can do and you know continue the work the up-to-day work and and everything so when you wake up in the middle of the night and you got this idea, you're like me. Like one time I got this great idea about this thing and it just came to me and I couldn't find a sheet of paper, but I had a, a pen and I wrote on the sheet. So I just took <laughs> my bed sheet and I wrote, I wrote the entire, you know, uh, it was a press release at that time, a letter. And I wrote it on the sheet. And the next morning I took the sheet into my a team and said, here, type this up. Do you do something like that? Or, you, or do you have a little bit more organization than me? No, I have a little, I have a little <laughs> pad next to me and the pen so I can yeah. draw IDs and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, I always have, you know, like a little pad yeah. and, and a pen. Are you more of a delegator or more of a doer? I'm more a doer, I have to yeah. say. I like to do things my way. Mm-hmm. So I'm very controlling in what I, I, I do every day, you know. And I think it's important. I mean, all my, my team, you know, they do exactly what I ask them to do, you know. Yeah. And because I'm super picky, I like things to be perfect, you know. Yeah. I, I like perfection. So yeah. when you're like that, uh, the only way to do it is to do it yourself, you know. That's a good lesson. Good lesson. Well, listen, I got to thank you so much for being an inspiration and being a motivation for me and lots of people today as they get to know you on this show, The Hero Factor. But I want to just thank you so much for taking the time and being a part of this show today. Thank you, Jeff, very much for your time, right. too. Thank you. All right. And how can they reach you? How, I want to know how. We can, we'll can. we put some in the show notes, but uh, Little Dreams, they can get a hold of the Little Dreams Foundation. And then what, OC Jewelry? Yes, yeah, so OC Orian Collins Jewelry. Yeah. It's on uh, com, and uh, the foundation is www.ldf.cc. There we go. Um, you could find us there, and we have a great website also for Little Dream Foundation that you could find us, and you have all the explanation how to become a kid. You could see also all the success story. Well, it's a pleasure, and thank you so much for being a part of the Hero Factor podcast. Thank you so much. C-Suite Radio. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, at the end of every show, I want to ask you to do a couple things, and that is tell your friends. And the other thing I want to ask you is tell more friends about the show so they'll listen to us right here in the Fiero Factor. And I always like to leave you with a little lesson learned. And here's my big takeaway from this. Don't just give a check. Get in. Get involved. Make a difference. Anyone could write a check. Anyone could throw some money in the little red pot during Christmas. But the difference is really jumping in and doing something worthwhile. Let me tell you, that's the real gift. And so don't forget it. That's our lesson today right here on The Hero Factor. You've been talking with Jeffrey Hazlett today on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.